Today's podcast episode, ladies and gentlemen, will feature talks of heist, theft, great female actors, and Rihanna? <laughs> You're not listening to Featuring Dez. You guys remember Ocean's Eleven? Yeah, it was that cool heist film that came out in what, 2001? Man, I love that movie. Director, I believe, Steven Soderbergh really went hard on that project. Hell, he went so hard on that movie, it spawned sequels. Ocean's 12, which wasn't as good as Ocean's 11, but, you know, he recaptured the magic with Ocean's 13. All those films had something in common. Interesting characters played by great actors with just enough development to keep you invested in their goal. They all had sexy, elaborate plans, and they all had you with a tiny bit of stress by the end but of course (laughs) that damn Danny Ocean and company always seem to find a way to pull it off in the end now this brings me to today's topic Ocean's 8 Ocean's 8 is the prequel story I believe to Ocean's 11 it's about the sister to the great Danny Ocean Debbie Ocean is her name when we first meet Miss Debbie in the story, she's just wrapping up a damn near six-year sentence in prison. And, yo, apparently Grand Larceny must run the family because the first thing your girl does when she gets out is try and orchestrate a plan to rob a necklace from one of the most exclusive events in New York City. But... Before she can attain that absurdly expensive piece of jewelry, first, she needs a crew. Now, our girl Debbie, played by the lovable Sandra Bullock, has spent all those years in prison devising this plan so she knows this plan will work. What she needs is the perfect team. Now, anyone who's seen any Oceans movie or really any heist movie will tell you probably their favorite parts of the movie besides maybe the heights itself is normally maybe the characters doing the robbing the stakes or the suspense now there are lots of other great things that make up a great heist film but those for me personally are some of the bigger ones right this movie oceans 8 had none of that not really anyway There are plenty of moments where I like this movie, but not enough to recommend it to any of my film buddies. Now, with that out of the way, let's talk about what I personally liked about this movie. Now, I was a big fan of some of the cool shots they were able to get, and I loved that we had such a strong cast of actors. Like, they all, for the most part, did their job well. I, myself would love to see these actors work together again on another project. Man, most directors would consider themselves lucky to have this cast, to have the cast of the likes of the great Kate Blanchett, my girl Mindy, Anne Hathaway, and the homie Aquafina, and the absurdly great talented Miss Sarah Polson from American Horror Story. I say the great because she is phenomenal in that show. Shit, just go see it just for her performances alone. Also, I'm not sure if it was the director, but they were actually able to get a solid performance out of Rihanna, who isn't really an actress. She's been in other films, sure, 
but I just wasn't a fan of those performances. You know what? Actually, I'm lying. I did mind her in 2017, uh, that 2017 film, Valerian in the Thousand uh, Planets, the, the Seat of the Thousand Planets. Now, I guess what I'm trying to say, despite not being an actor, she did well. You go, Riri. You go. <laughs> I also loved the, the fashion backdrop of this movie. It made for interesting cameos, which added more believability to the setting. They, they te- the team behind this movie clearly has somewhat of a vision when making this movie. But unfortunately, I feel maybe the vision got lost. This was, I don't know, this was a bit much for the director to handle, maybe. And I actually want to talk about that. This movie was directed by Gary Ross, who, to my knowledge, hasn't really directed much, if at all, really. So tell me why they got a mostly newbie director to helm such a big ensemble cast like this one. Now, I'm not saying that new directors can't handle uh, such a job, but director Gary Ross's director weaknesses were on full display in this movie. There were scenes that totally felt unnecessary. There were plenty of underdeveloped motives and arguably the weakest thing for me about the movie sadly was our lead protagonist that of Debbie Ocean I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who still wants to see it but some stuff I don't know some stuff for Botter just came off as petty or childish not saying that you can't have a petty main character and still have a great movie but for me personally I found her to be very dull also there's a scene that felt so generic I literally rolled my eyes at one point. <laughs> now, with that said, this movie actually is a lot of fun. I, I I didn't walk away regretting my time with it. It was, and it was I, to me, it was mostly just sad to see that much, that much talent uh, go to waste. This movie had loads of potential. Let me explain. So, at the very beginning, I told you how Miss Debers did a little prison time, and she spent that time calculating like a mother. Well, outside of finding out that she got done dirty, that's literally maybe one of the only few things we learn about her, besides the fact that she's related to Danny and a few other minor details that I don't want to aim towards because that'll lead into spoiler territory. Um, and honestly, I can say the same about the cast. Like, that for me is a little sad because upon first introductions, I found the character Tammy to be a potentially very interesting character because she's a mom who's got so much to lose, but she's covering all this up from her family. Same with the character of Amita. It it would have been hella funny, yet kind of cute to see more of her little dating life since that's one of the few details we get about her outside of her working in a jewelry business and she's not married yet. And believe it or not, Riri's character was probably the most interesting character because it's, I don't know, it's, they're, 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 she's, her character's so cool and, and she's surrounded by intrigue. Like, there is literally a scene in the movie where after the characters learn more about Rihanna, they ask, the hell do your parents do? Now, I'm paraphrasing here, but that should tell you that even the characters themselves 
in the story found Riri's character interesting, which is more than I can say for the main character, whom we're supposed to be rooting for. Now, in the end, Ocean's 8 has a lot of wasted potential, but it's still a fun watch. Average moviegoers would definitely like this. Critics might dig it too. Just depends on who you are. Some may not like it. You know, that's fine. Now, if I had to, had to rate this bad boy, I'd give it a C grade. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you for letting me chat your ear off. Tune in every Monday and Thursday. Monday for Movie Mondays, which mostly consists of me giving my thoughts on a movie or a series I just recently saw. Or in Thursdays, which will be mostly Topic Thursdays, where I'll be talking about a topic at random, really. <laughs> this depends on what's on my mind that week. Uh, this has been uh, Dez from Featuring Dez. Signing out. Peace. Like you, yeah, yeah, girls like you love on the near me, do what I want when I come through, I need a girl.